in an old Charles M. Schultz Peanuts cartoon, there is simply a picture of Lucy, arms thrown into the air in utter despair as she shrieks, we've been waiting for months for Christmas. We couldn't wait until it got here. And now it's over. Maybe some of you feel that way. All the anticipation, all the buildup, and it's all over. I would guess that even on December 26th, you would have been hard pressed to find a Christmas carol on the radio. It's done. Stores may still be crowded, the internet may still be buzzing, but now it's people trying to get rid of the things they got that they didn't want, and finding all sorts of hassles about that. If you have a real tree, does anyone? It's drying out. The presents have been unwrapped. Some of them are broken already or lie <laughs> forgotten in a corner. Christmas is over. And maybe, maybe we're just a bit relieved. Maybe we're kind of happy that it's over. It's too hectic, too busy, too tiring too commercial, too overrated. We build it up in our minds, and then it's over so quickly. It just isn't everything it was cracked up to be. Oh, how sad and how wrong. As Christians who understand the real meaning of Christmas, what it's really all about, what the focus really should be, it's something so wonderful that it never grows old or stale. And it goes on forever. And so today, our text, and a the rest of the story of Christmas calls us back through the eyes of an elderly gentleman, at least we presume that, named Simeon. Calls us back to the joy and the wonder and the miracle of that first Christmas. This is the only time we encounter this man, Simeon. We presume that he's old because of the story, but it doesn't really say that. It does about the next character who appears, which is a lady named Anna. Simeon is described very simply as righteous and devout. 
looking forward to the coming of the Lord's Christ, the Messiah, the promised Savior. Somehow the Holy Spirit has conveyed to him that he will not die until he has seen that promised salvation. And somehow he happens to show up at the temple just as this young couple is coming in with a newborn child by now 40 days old. Somehow, he knows that this is the fulfillment of God's promise, not only to him, but to the world. Taking the child in his arms, he says those famous words, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation. How appropriate. How appropriate those words of Simeon for us as we stand now on the verge of a new year. We enter that new year having once again traveled to Bethlehem, having once again heard the message of the angels, having gone with the shepherds and knelt at the manger, journeyed with the wise men, and brought our gifts. We have been reminded through all of this that this was no ordinary child. That this child was the very Son of God sent into the world as our Savior. That this child had come for the purpose of saving us which would involve him going to a cross. Unpleasant as it is to have a cross looming behind the manger. But I noticed this morning, and I've seen it so many times, there's a cross looming behind the Good Shepherd. What a picture that is. That's why he came. He takes us in his arms and can shield and shepherd us because he went to that cross. As dominant as that cross is, what should catch our eyes is behind the cross can see it only in your mind's eye is an empty tomb. He came to die so that we might be forgiven, so that we might be saved, 
but he rose again to guarantee that. Simeon sums that all up. Lord, I'm ready to go. I've seen your salvation. Some have called this Simeon's swan song. One commentator described it this way. Simeon speaks like a merchant who has all of his produce, all of his goods already safely stored on the ship and now once only for the captain to set sail. It's time to go, Simeon says. Or in the words of a dear friend, who whenever I would visit her at the Lutheran home would say to me, Tom, my bags are packed. What's taking you so long? No matter what the past year has been like, or maybe better to be said this way, no matter what you've been like in the past year, you've seen the Savior. You know the promised salvation that forgives all of our sins and assures us of God's presence and his help. That allows us to put the past behind us, no matter what the year was like or what we were like in that year, and move confidently into the future. St. Paul writes in Romans 8, He, God, who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, will he not also, along with him, give us all things? He has. In that baby of Bethlehem. And he continues to do so by the power of the Holy Spirit in word, and sacrament. One of my favorite statistics about the scripture, I didn't count this and I never will because I don't want it to be wrong, was that at least 365 times, we need 366 this coming year, 365 times at least the Bible says something like, don't be afraid. Have no fear. Fear not. One for every day of the year. And one of the most, second most common statements in the scripture is, I am with you. It's really two sides of the same coin. Don't be afraid. God is with you. God is with you. You need not be afraid. We've seen the proof of that in the manger. And yes, on the cross. And also in the empty tomb. God has kept his promise. 
Simeon saw that clearly. He said, I'm ready for whatever you have in store, even if that's death. And we can say that too. Come what may, God is with us. He is there. In fact, Matthew bookends his whole gospel on those words. In Matthew chapter 1, when the angel comes to Joseph, it says, you are to name him Jesus, but they will call him Emmanuel, God with us. And at the very end of his gospel, chapter 28, he records some of the last words of Jesus before he goes into heaven. And the very last words of Matthew's gospel, you know them well. Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. We can face our future, this new year, no matter what comes, knowing that God is with us. That's his promise. That's his assurance. And so we can face the year with confidence. Because for us, as Christians, Christmas is never over. It continues forever. So yes, we're going to take down the tree. We're going to pack up all the decorations. And we're probably going to finish eating the cookies, too. But don't put Christmas away with your boxes and your cookie tins. Let that joy and that peace and that assurance and that comfort be in your hearts each and every day. Happy New Year? No. <coughs> For every day of the new year, Merry Christmas. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs>